It's me, Roz. Halloween is over. Thank you for sticking around. I have a conversation with Matt Bronger coming at you. Before we get into that, well, first of all, a bunch of people sent me, what a a lovely way to start my November. A bunch of people sent me a clip from recent guest and one of my favorite comedians of all time, Patton Oswalt on Jimmy Kimmel Live, dropping my name and this podcast. And he was talking about eBay haunted dolls. And that was so cool. Thank you, Patton. He's the best. But um, I wanted to read a ghost story that was sent to me from a listener, and it was left in a five-star review, which you could do as well if you want me to read one of your ghost stories. Put it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or you could just leave a five-star review. Anyway, okay, so this one comes from Janine, and it says, This happened in my basement apartment in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. I was having an afternoon nap in my bedroom. I was dreaming that I was fighting someone while I was working. At the time, I was a police officer. In my dream, I was physically fighting. Someone was holding me back with their arm across my chest. In my dream, I could feel the pressure on my chest, and I woke up laying in my bed. I could still feel the pressure on my chest. There was a boy, approximately 8 to 10 years old, sitting on my chest, screaming in my face. I could not hear anything, but I could see him clearly. He had a black and white checkered flannel shirt, wavy hair. As I woke up, he became more transparent until I could no longer see him. The more awake I became, the more freaked out I was. As I woke up, I could no longer see him, but I could feel his presence in the room. I knew exactly when he left the room, but did not see him go. Oh my God. The craziest thing is that this was in the afternoon, and this little boy with his flannel on is just screaming in your face. Okay, who's ghost child? Get your ghost child, ghost parents, if you're listening. All right, because this sounds like when I go to Target. Every time I go to Target, there's always some little kid running around, going through my shopping basket. Get your ghost children. They shouldn't be climbing up on people when they're taking naps. That's my message for ghost parents. Okay, Matt Bronger's on the show today. You know him from his many television appearances and his hilarious stand-up. He has a new special out called Doug. He'll tell you about that at the end of our conversation. So let's just do it. Let's go for it. Go to patreon.com slash Link in the description of this episode to listen to full-length episodes. I just did one about Massachusetts 
Massachusetts spookiness. Also, check out the video versions of these episodes. The one with Curly dropped last week and the one with Matt will be out any day now on YouTube. Okay, here we go. Time for some Matt Bronger. On with the show. You guys, I'm joined by Matt Bronger. Hello. How are you? I'm so good. Yeah, cool. Um, it's Halloween time. It is. You're a horror fan. Huge, yes. What's the best horror movie you've seen in 2022? Wow. Um. Oh, well, it's November, so I must have seen my my one for the year, I think, was, was X. I think it was Me incredible. Me too. Now, what do you think of Pearl? I liked Pearl a lot. Uh and it really, I didn't know what to expect. And I will say, I don't like prequels, generally speaking. I just, I, I want to, it's like, keep the act moving. I don't yeah, want to know yeah, how, yeah. you know, what, what wood the, the barn was built from that we're having this, right. this hoedown in. Uh, but it's, it, it, I, I did like it. I think um, uh, Mia Goth is just bananas talented. She will win an Oscar one day. Yeah. Not for that, because it's too, it's, <laughs> it's But, too like, dark, when the credits but, are rolling, I mean. Oh, my God. Yeah, that last shot. She takes you for a while. She does that monologue. It's, like, I think just one take. Yeah. That blew me away. X, I'm obsessed with. Me, too. I can't wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see Barbarian? No, I haven't seen it yet. And my friend wrote it and directed it. Uh, oh Zach God. Krager from uh, The Whitest Kids. You know, when I was, uh... when I was. Uh, uh, trying to kind of break into the New York comedy scene. I'd already been do- in L.A. for a while, and I was kind of just like, I, or more trying to get club owners to notice me. I opened for them for a couple weekends, and they were just like, great, yeah, come on. And, and their fans were, like, super cool to me, and so I've had some real fun times with that guy, and he's, like, a I good dude. I didn't realize it was a comedy person. Yeah, yeah, he was. it was a that. sketch group called The Whitest Kids You Know. Right, right, right. And, uh, yeah, he, he was always uh, he, he went on to be in like movies and various TV shows and things and I just it's one of those things that just popped up where you know when you see some friend uh, someone you know in the on the liner the announcement or something you're like wait is that the same person right, I right. know so I was like whoa and I just DM'd him and I was like congrats and he's like thanks man it's been a long time blah 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 so yeah wow. I just what's well, like Jordan Peele I mean what right. is it about funny people that could be so scary I think we find things. Uh, I, I think it's like we're 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 funny because we find the interesting, if that makes any sense. Uh-huh. And to me, horror because the stakes are so high is and it's and it's just unabashedly so schlocky in its own way. And because it's it's disrespected on the same level that stand up is, and both of them kind of should be, which good, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it that that lends itself. One lends itself to the other. I right. Think. I've always like one thing I always loved about horror is like. Everyday life is being flipped on its head for some reason, mm-hmm. whether it's a ghost or it's a killer or something is being flipped in the world that we are used to. And I feel like comedy, too, it's like finding the funny and something that we're used to. It's like just looking at things in a deeper way, maybe. Yeah. And also what we do is kind of horrifying. To get on stage in front of a bunch of strangers. It is terrifying. Yeah. Dana Gould had a, the best line about, like, you, you have to be, uh, what was it, like a, um, you have to take take the the mental uh, uh, health level, I'm butchering his thing, but it's like of, with a grain of salt, of, of people who get on stage for, for a living and beg for love from strangers. Like... We're we're kind of imbalanced. We kind of have Seriously? something in 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 common with that person who's like, you know, why does this person go kill? 
Right. Is, it, is, it, is it to be noticed? Is it is it is it to, to make their mark? Is it you know? Uh, so, so you're saying Michael Myers should have just been Mike Myers? Like it maybe should, he should have just gone. Yeah, and and I, I but I think he'd be more like a Stephen Wright type, just like one liners. Right. Yeah, because he's pretty very like dry. dry. <laughs> yes, very dry. Deadpan. Uh, but it, yeah, I, I don't I don't know exactly why. I just grew up reading horror and, and really getting, you know, I, I was a kid of the 80s, so just seeing those posters and being like, what is that movie? Yeah. Like, this is making everything else look uninteresting to me because that looks really fucked up and interesting. So are you, where when it comes to paranormal, mm-hmm. what do you think of all that stuff? I don't, generally speaking, like, I'm not what I'd call a hardcore believer, but I do, and, you know, Let's get deep. I do talk to God. I do, uh, as I was, I was raised very, what I <laughs> should just say Christian, but it's, I would say very progressive Christian, but that sounds alien now, you know, where it, I grew up in a church that was burned down in the 30s for allowing black parishioners and had gay uh, members of the, of the flock and, and, and wow. uh, all, all manner of people, which is weird because it was almost like an anti-Catholic Catholic church. It's still there. Where is this? And it's in, it's in Portland, Oregon. It's called St. Okay. Andrews. And it's like I don't go to church because I will say this. I, the, my hardest thing is not so much the belief in the divine. My hardest thing is congregation is standing yeah. with a bunch of people going, we all believe this, right? right it would right. be as hard for me as standing around and going, we, now the best the best band in all, of all time is one, two, three. Everyone say the best band. We know the best band. Even No matter what you say, I'm going to be like, yeah, sometimes. Right. But other times I like this band. I don't want to listen nuance. to Queen all the time. I mean, Yes, there's no, no nuance. And I feel like God is bigger than a name, bigger than a face, bigger than a sex, bigger than uh, uh, an individual. It's like an energy, but like even I don't like saying that necessarily. But I think there's we we've just through 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 biology we know there's far more that we can't see that's uh-huh. there. I think the the biggest argument for any kind of paranormal thing that I've ever heard of is an event that was so say traumatic or 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 um uh um uh hard or um or amazing or whatever like it left the 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 person's the person's uh death left a stain in some in some way where they could you know we're we're, you know like the same person keeps seeing this this woman in a garter going up the stairs you saw her too what'd she do she turned around she looked at me she looked at me and to me, it's almost like, oh, you're seeing a spiritual photograph. So that's right. an argument I've, I've heard that I'm like, oh, I could see that. Well, and it might not even be a death. You know, it's right. like we all, I think, have been told from movies or whatever that it's just like someone died right here. And yeah. now they're – but, like, it could just be like she had a great day one day and that <laughs> yeah. good mood is just chilling on the yeah. staircase. Uh-huh. Yes. That's when, that's when her, uh, uh, her horrible miserly husband – uh, fell down the stairs and died, and no one knew how happy she was. She hit right. it, and it took everything in her to not smile. See, I was thinking recently, like, I am so, like, I'm against the grain. I'm not like everyone else. I feel like if I died in a place, I would purposely not haunt it so that yeah. everyone would think, everyone would want me to. Like, that's what you want me to do. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. I, I always felt like people people looked at ghosts as being scary for the wrong reasons. To me, mm. people were always like, oh, that ghost is going to kill me. That ghost is trying to right. uh, make me stay with it all that forever. And I was like, no, if I saw a ghost, my my heart would break because I'd be like, oh, that can happen? 
You can just be stuck in the, in this fucking house. That it's is so sad. depressing. So depressing. You know you want to leave. Yeah. There's a family that moves in, and all you keep thinking about is your family that you'll never see again. Are they ghosts like me? You know, look at me. Hey, yeah. free me. Do a ritual. Something. Send me somewhere else. This sucks. It, I'm tired yeah. of this house. I hate the paintings you've put up. They're so exactly. Bad, that is know? not how, what my house was supposed to look like. Yeah, yeah. So that that to me, an eternity just in a house and being invisible, I would I would go insane. That's why they always say that when people start refurbishing houses, that's when like the ghosts come out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That or like, I don't know. I just I always think of. I think there are some ghosts that are like this is. The gig of a lifetime. This is so fun. Sure. I could just creep people out all day. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other ones where I, I think it is. Yeah, it's like they they're stuck. They're just yeah. Well, that, that sounds like hell. It does. But you know, the thought just came to me that I haven't haven't had before, which is maybe they kind of have the memory of fish. You know, where they don't. It's just it's the same five seconds over and over, and they never know. So they're yeah. just around. But so maybe they're not. They like, don't have the same sense of time as us. Right. Kind of thing. I don't know. I think there's a lot of different ways it can exist. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. But I think about, like, I was just thinking about vampires, and it's like, vampires love to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to live forever. Like, have you heard of global warming? Like, that's not the you brag. You don't want to be around when I don't want to be around for the next 200 years. Husk. No, yeah, and that's a good point. It's, it's, you'd think vampires would be out at the front lines in the climate crisis. They wouldn't just be throwing Seriously? eggs on paintings. They'd yeah. be like, look, I didn't want to come out like this, but I'm real. <laughs> okay? I feast on the blood of the innocent. It tastes the best. Why Sorry. are they so quiet? It's because they're yeah. nocturnal. So I, that they're would not, be interesting know. if all of these monsters come out of the woodwork and just go, listen, we usually prey on you. But we need this. We all need to come together. We need this big blue marble just as bad as you do. Okay. I talk to the werewolves. They never come out, you know, and uh, (laughs) they're furious. And they're going to start really. They usually kill roughly a dozen campers per park. And they just save the meat. You know, it's all this stuff in there. Well, where's Bigfoot? Bigfoot's the one. Her house is getting torn down every day. It's true. Where's Bigfoot? There was a guy that I remember reading about the news in Oregon when I was a kid who he, he fully claimed he got captured by a family. Of of a Sasquatch, big, yeah, and then, like he was the he was their kid's pet. They keep him in a cage, and the kid would take him out. Oh, that's and run amazing! Him around and shit, and he's like, look, and he's like, he was like in his forties. He like, escaped. Yeah, he escaped. He escaped by he he found he found berries that would poison them, and they got sick. Stop. And he broke out of his cage. And where's and the ran. bodies? Where it's like to, he they, of course he took them back to the, where they were, and of, you know, they've brushed the ground, and they've. I mean, I was just like, look. Even if, which of course he was, just saying that to get attention. God bless him. God bless him. I believe for him. making his own little I choose corner to believe of the him. sky. Well, let me tell you about somebody I recently heard about. Okay. Um, this story has been making the rounds. This was on uh, a ABC affiliate called WFAA, and it's a house in Gainesville, Texas, where this woman named Linda Hill, she owns it. And here's just a quick little news report. It's like a revolving door. The longest anyone stayed in this house was six months. Linda Hill says she and her husband had no idea why. In the mirror. After 10 tenants moved out in less than two years, someone told them it was haunted. Did you actually believe that? No. That changed while she was taking 
a shower. And I was in here. With Through the curtain, a dark figure whispered, looking good. And then he turned and walked off. Linda assumed it was her husband until her husband walked in. And he said, who were you talking to? And it was like, oh my God. He swore it wasn't him. It really is haunted. Rumor has it the house used to be a bordello, which may explain why the ghosts here are, how do I say this? Sexual. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. No other way to put it. Audio recordings have caught the ghosts talking dirty. Oh baby, oh baby, yeah. Yeah, I like it like that. And I would like uh, to talk about something else. Like uh, this door, which is pretty snug. Even when Linda pounds it shut, it finds a way to open. For those reasons and many more, Linda gave up on finding tenants and gave the house a name. Okay, so that's pretty much it. Okay, I mean, I'm I, I'm not la laughing at that uh, uh, poor older woman getting. Oh baby, oh at, baby, but, yeah. Well, and and <laughs> just the idea of a ghost going, looking good, and I just know. leaving the room, just a creep ghost. And she's like, naked. Really? <laughs> I mean, there's a part of me. I feel like I've been guilty of being like, someone just said I was so hot. Like, can you guys believe that? Like, someone was just hitting on me. The ghosts won't shut up about how hot I am. Yeah. Well, I looked up a little bit about this house. So, it was built in the mid-1850s. It was said to be a bordello and a speakeasy at one point. It was purchased in 2004 by Linda Hill. She rented it out as a series of apartments, but people kept breaking their leases. There's a room in the downstairs area known as the dead area where electricity does not run through. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, according to legend, during the bordello days, two men got in a fight over one of the ladies that was working there, and it ended in a death. In the upstairs room, there's a cat ghost that has been recorded meowing, and people report feeling it brush by their legs. There's a cowboy ghost that scratches ladies, and there's a room with ample amounts of X-rated audio recordings from ghosts that have been captured in that room, and men report feeling, quote, curious and pleasurable sensations as if being touched by the ghosts. Wow. So there's some horny stuff going on in Gainesville, the, Texas. The cowboy scratches them. Yep. Okay. Now, does the cowboy have, like, lacquered nails? Because I'm asking. <laughs> I mean, look, it could be a bordello Stiletto that tits. caters to all sorts of types. Right. You know? Like a real butch type you do that's a little bit more metro. Yeah. And has these has these nails. Sure. Kind of thing. I, listen, what, I know a couple of into. cowboys that wear acrylic nails. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm sure. I know that type. Good. I mean, I, mean, I, just, I just feel like it's pretty progressive for that era you know like you hear that to me is like my favorite kind of like i love i love quote unquote i hate the term but like deviant history where you find oh, out yeah. about you find out about like some yeah but i don't want to hear about think about like my grandparents the stuff that used to go down or... no well the thing in our grandparents days it was common as all hell where it was like you know if i was of that era and like i had a son he'd be like oh take him bordello so he learns yeah. you just you just did it it's kind of one of those things, and like, uh, not to be like, oh, it was, it was so much, so, <laughs> so much more of a better time sexually. Oh no, not at all. But it was interesting that you would have to have this. It's almost like letting the steam out, where not yeah. for like young men necessarily, but it, for everybody. Where it's like, I'm a housewife. I don't like dudes. I love my husband for who he is, but I gotta go dancing down at Lydia's. At least once okay. a week or, you know, that kind of thing, which went yeah. on all the time. 
I mean, totally. During World War II, when all the guys went away to fight, there was just rampant hookups in the suburbs. Bordellos. Yes. I love that word, too. <laughs> yeah, Bordellos is so good. Have you ever seen Bordello of Blood? Yes. The um, Tales from the Crypt. That's a fun one. Movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, this... So, okay, so if we go back to that theory of, like, a ghost being stuck in a place. So mm-hmm. there's, like, maybe some guy that was there that maybe it's the guy that died in this fight over one of the ladies that worked at the bordello. And now he just gets to stare at this woman when she showers. I think it's kind of hilarious poetic justice that it's just the Johns. Right. There's no actual sex the ladies, workers. Yeah, the ladies they got there. out. It was just dudes that <laughs> just just the ghosts of drunk horny dudes. Uh, oh baby, oh I baby. I would so much rather the women. <laughs> yeah. Just chilling. You know, having their time. Seriously, these guys that are just there like Hey. I, don't, I, don't I paid my money. I'm going to yeah, watch exactly. you shower. Listen. Oh, you paid no. 18 cents in your day. You're going to have to pay a little bit more <laughs> to watch me in the shower, okay? But they shared this on The View, and Joy Behar said that she has had sex with ghosts after this aired, after they were talking about it, and she's like, I've had sex with ghosts. And then it just kind of, like, they let that slide, but it was like, it made headlines, and people kept sending me, like, Joy Behar had sex with ghosts. I remember that, yeah. That's, yeah. So I don't know. Um, Okay, let me tell you about another thing. Uh, This is... A story about a painting called The Hands Resist Him. It's a haunted painting. Okay. So let me give you a little presentation here. Okay. The year was 2000. Cargo pants, as far as the eye can see. A dozen eggs were going for 89 cents. And a haunted painting on eBay sold for $1,050. Wow. (laughs) Sorry, I thought that song was going to go. I thought it was going to go more smooth, actually. Um, So the seller on eBay put up this painting. It was a bidding war. Over 30,000 people were looking at it. It started at $199. And this painting, the reason it was such a great thing in 2000 was because the person that that posted it wrote when we received this painting we thought that it was really good art a picker had found it in an abandoned uh brewery behind it at the time we wondered a little why we we wondered a little why a seemingly perfect fine painting would be discarded like that but now we don't okay let me show you what it looks like yeah i want to see this thing so this is the famous painting okay the hands resist him now it's really creepy it's a little yes. boy now this is like a doll girl yeah. like she doesn't have any eyeballs and then there's these hands reaching through the glass i don't know this little moon up there yes Okay, so these, and the boy has like a forty-five-year-old face. He kind of does. Yeah, he's yeah, he's kind of got like he's a, receding hairline. Yeah, it's like a mechanic. So um, it says uh, the people that posted it wrote, 
One morning, our four-and-a-half-year-old daughter claimed that the children in the picture were fighting and coming into the room during the night. Jesus. Now, I don't believe in UFOs or Elvis being alive, but my husband was alarmed. To my amusement, he set up a motion-triggered camera for the nights. After three nights, there were pictures. The last two pictures shown here are from uh, that stakeout. After seeing the boy seemingly exit the picture under threat by the girl, we decided the painting has got to go. Please judge for yourself before you do. Okay, so this is their photos they believe depict the girl, her little thing that she's holding morphed into a gun. Okay, oh. And she's like trying to creep out the little boy. Mm -hmm. And then they took this picture that they believe suggests that the little boy was actually leaving the painting. Yeah. It just looks like the light is moved. Her face looks different, though, a little bit. Yeah. Apparently, they can move and and do whatever they want on the painting. Wow. This was all found behind a brewery. Um, So... The history of the painting. So it was done by somebody named William Stone Ham. He was contracted by the Charles Feingarten Galleries in Beverly Hills in 1972. This was the only piece in his entire show that was sold. He eventually took a break from painting to work for Industrial Light and Magic and Lucas Arts Entertainment, but he since has returned. The inspiration was a photograph of him when he was five years old. He's quoted as saying that the hands in the in the glass are um, the other lives. The glass door is the thin veil between wa- waking and dreaming. The girl doll is the imagined companion or guide through this realm. So many people have reported that by looking at this painting, they have had all kinds of sensations, including fainting, feeling their throats tighten up, crying for no reason. Their children are acting crazy when they see it. Author D.K. O'Neill wrote a fictionalized book about the painting, and he says that he printed off a copy of it. He went out of town. He comes back after a month. His whole house, his Air conditioning went crazy. His whole house is covered in green mold, except for the painting. Whoa. The art critic who first reviewed the art gallery show in 1972 shortly died after, and the gallery owner um, also died after. the. But See, but as I was reading this, I'm like, they died like five years after. I mean, it was like... People die. People die. Yeah. The man who originally bought it apparently had sold it, and then he died later. Okay. Um, But, (laughs) so I'm like... Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. This this doesn't seem like King Tut's tomb. But the guy that did buy it, his name was John Marley. He was an actor who was in The Godfather, who I believe he was the man that had the horse head next to him. Oh, who played the the studio exec, or the the head of the studio, or whatever? I guess it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but apparently that's the man that originally bought it, and then like a couple of years later he died. Okay. <laughs> it was bought by a guy from my hometown of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it's currently in the back room of his gallery, and um, he hasn't had anything supernatural happen. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm kind of not convinced on this no, one. No, it's it's just everything's just a little bit too. I mean, 
you know, kid, kids do kids do nothing but lie. They just they just think it's interesting to just be yeah. Like, this is kind of based on the children yeah. saying that they saw it. The kids leaving the painting. Yeah, I mean it's it's a messed up thing if this thing these kids are coming out of the painting to mess with your I kids. I love the idea. That's of horrifying. It. Yeah, but then the the stop action thing and it's just like well you kind of zoomed in and that's a trickery. It just looks of light. like there's a light on the little boy and, where and not the, the little where girl. The, where the the part of the picture you zoomed in on you did that so it looks. It's like I don't know. I saw. It's not there's. No, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'm not really I, God, it. Okay, now I feel like I, if something bad happens to us, I apologize that I showed you this. We just we looked at it. <laughs> Please don't. I've looked at so many things that are supposedly cursed. I oh, you have. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like what? On, haven't you? No, just pictures of. There's some things I'm afraid of. No, there's things that trust me. People bring up to me all the time. You should cover this on the show. I won't. Because I, I look, at, I read about it, and I know my ass. I'm gonna on the show be making fun of how silly this little doll looks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like pretty like some things I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of because I have looked up curses and stuff, and mm. like um, for example, James Dean's car. That is right. a terrifying one. Yeah. So many people have passed mm-hmm. that involved in that car. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let me tell you about a place that is believed to be evil. Okay. It's right in our backyard, Los Feliz, California. That's where I live. <laughs> the Los Feliz Murder House. Yes. Are you familiar? I used to live around the corner. Yeah. I lived on Rowena and uh, that side street that goes right up. It's right on that same uh, street as the, the old monastery. Oh, you're thinking, okay, wait. There's a couple of Los Feliz murder houses. Okay, I'm thinking of the Manson one. You're thinking of that one, which I also used to live. For six years, I lived right there as well. Amazing. Um, so, do you know who Zach Baggins is? No. He hosts the show Ghost Adventures. Okay, he's, yes. He's okay. like I've seen him. paranormal bad boy. Right, like sure, He's sure. like the like, <laughs> paranormal guy. Yeah. And he buys, like... Lots of murder stuff. Oh. He likes that kind of a thing. Ooh. He bought that house. Wow. And then he sold it shortly thereafter. But there's the other Los Feliz murder mansion. Okay. Which is, it's more like by the Greek, kind of. Oh, okay. It's more in that area. Yes. Um. So the story basically is this doctor in 1959 killed his wife, tried to kill his children, killed himself, and then the house just stayed empty until, like, I don't know, five years ago or something? Right. Which is empty for years. And um, then it's, like, been sold a few times, and nobody's really... I think that there's just so many repairs and stuff that need to be done. They okay. kind of stripped it down to the studs, and it's, like, I think it might be up for sale still okay. because they're just, like, what? Do, first of all, it's called the murder house. Yeah. I don't right. know who wants to live there, but also, yeah. like, it's millions of dollars of things that need to be done to it. Wow. So, Zach Baggins also went to this house and did an investigation. Okay. And he believes that it's evil. Okay. And I, w- I watched the special. It's a two-part special. I watched the first part. At one point, he's walking up the stairs, and he experiences... A gust of wind that smells like sulfur. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he goes, "Do you guys smell that?" And they're like, "No." Um, but he uh, he says that it's 
that there's an evil in this house. Okay. So this clip was just posted by TMZ from the part two. Okay. They think that they caught a ghost chair using their technology. What is this technology called? Um, it's like a 3D laser scan called LIDAR. LIDAR. Um, and this is something. I think this is interesting. Okay. What is going on right now? What What are you here? Do you, so we you have done make sure scan, you get over here. And you can actually see the trajectory in the green line. For all of our scans, you can actually do a trajectory to follow where the scanner went. So that's how we can eliminate noise that is the person who's physically Whoa. scanning. And oh, so what is that? On the left, it looks like there's a looks like a chair yeah. is what it looks like to me. The no, guys are absolutely baffled because the laser scan is showing a phantom chair in one of the rooms. Almost yeah, looks, looks like, like a chair. chair. It looks like a chair. It yeah. does look like a chair. As the team describes like this ghostly it does look chair, like a chair, they show the, us the, what an actual real chair would look like on the scan. They now demand to go back inside to see if there is indeed a chair in that room. Yeah, it's this little back room back here. Yeah, right here. So it would be right here, right? Yeah, it was about. Oh my God! No way! No way! There's no chair. No, there's nothing here. There's no so I don't know. Ghost chair. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah. I wish I knew anything about that technology. And this is I, what the house looks like. Yeah, that looks like been somewhere somewhere in my neighborhood for sure. And that's but it's I. Our, our house is below, like, a, a block below Los Feliz, which is great. It's where I want to live. But when you go north of Los Feliz... That's where they are. Super money. Yes. So, well, also, you know the um, House and Haunted Hill house? The the original House and Haunted oh, Hill? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've walked by it. Yeah. Way up there. I love that house. It's incredible. It's right behind this house. And the crazy thing is, they were filming that movie when... The family lived there. Whoa. 1959. I've seen this house. I've walked by that house. This house is like, it's on like a little cold, like a little dead end street. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've been to it many times. I've been so fascinated by this house for years because people used to, they used to say that like, because people have broken in a million times or jumped the fence and people used to take pictures of like, there's still Christmas presents because it happened during Christmas time. And like, there's all these like old relics from the family. It's like Uh the the perfect like scary movie thing. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But um, yeah, this technology. Okay, so it uses laser to scan objects or surfaces by measuring the time it takes for the reflected light to bounce back. So it's basically 3D laser. I don't know any Those chairs seem to appear and disappear on the laser scan despite there being no seat in the actual scan room. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's, – it's one of those things where it just seems like ghosts, if they're real, are kind of just fucking with us. Where it's like, give them a chair. Oh, my yeah. God. Right. It's not anything like a, a dead man uh-huh. or, you know – a, a screaming headless lady or something. It's just like because I wonder. Like you would think of a ghost as being something connected to a soul, a living thing. Yes, but at least like, to give me a dog or something. Yeah, I don't know. It could be because uh, especially because it's empty. The house mm-hmm. is currently empty, so maybe like the chair that's been there for sixty years somehow. And like, you know, what we were talking about impressions. It's like even if that is re- like, let's say that's a real thing. Leaving an impression behind. Yeah. We don't know how that works. Maybe that was a chair that someone would go sit in and cry a long, long time. Or okay. was tied to and beaten and killed. Or okay. to get dark. You know? Or 
maybe someone had some real, real good sex in that chair. You know, like you don't know to could go be. on the positive thing. So it's like that could have been an evil chair or a fun chair or a, a sexy chair. Sexy chair. Oh baby, oh baby. <laughs> oh baby. You're looking good, chair. <laughs> Do you want to hear some ghost voices? I, yes, I do. Okay, it's time for EVPs or EV please. Have you ever heard of EVP? Yes. Electronic voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So it's when people like Zach Baggins believe that they've captured a ghost speaking. Mm-hmm. I go to YouTube.com and I type in EVPs. Nice. I find people's EVPs from all over the country, sometimes the world. And I'm going to play you two, and I want you to tell me what you believe this ghost is saying. Okay. And then I'll give you some options. Yeah, we'll put on these headphones. Okay. Um, okay, so this first one comes from Haunted or Not? Question mark. And it was recorded by By State Paranormal at the McPike Mansion in Alton, Illinois. What is this ghost saying? Damn. It sounded like he's saying, it's great. Like he just ate a donut. He's like, it's "It's great. great. It's really deep. Ooh, that's creepy. That's real creepy. I hear Ben Vereen. I think you're right. It is. It's, uh, <laughs> it sounds like Ben Vereen. <laughs> okay. Is it A, I need a break, B, hungry, C, Henry, or D, it's just like somebody's stomach growling? <laughs> Hmm. Now that you said the hungry or the Henry. I'm going to go hungry. They believe it's Henry. Okay. Mm, I don't know who Henry is, but um, wait, what is this? Okay, the Mike Pike Mansion. Is there a Henry? Oh, there was. Okay, it was originally the owner of the mansion was Henry Guest McPike. Whoa. So maybe it was him or somebody with a deep ass voice talking to him. Okay, next one. This is from Aaron Kindle, and it was in their house. What's it saying? Whoa. That's kind of a longer one. Yeah. I think that they edited the sound probably to level it out and sound better, so it's a little... Yeah, there's a lot going on. But okay. Do you have any guesses? It's just so many syllables. I know. It's, it's yeah, I, I... I can give you some suggestions. Okay, great. Or some choices. Okay. Right. Okay. Is it A, I'll be up in the club? Is it B, Help me, Melinda. Fuck. Is it C? Excuse me. Are you a schmuck? Schmuck? Did I say that right? Schmuck? Schmuck. Yeah, you know. Is it D? I'm beat. Let's end this. 
please? Hmm. I would. I like. Uh, I like B and D. Okay, let's play. Help me, Melinda. Fuck, or I'm beat. Let's end this, please. You know, I think it's help me, Melinda. Fuck. It's just it's very uh, kind of warped sounding. Uh-huh. Probably because it's come from the spirit realm. Uh, yeah. But um, you know, I think it's I. <laughs> It's like a very sardonic person dying or something. Help, Help me, Melinda. Melinda. Fuck. Fuck. Like, and just like, and he's asked a couple times. Yes. Like she's frozen. Melinda. She's frozen in the doorway. Fuck. He was like, help, Melinda. And then it was just like, help me, Melinda. Fuck. <laughs> yes. And then he just, exactly. he kicked it. That's what they believe it says. Amazing. Help me, Melinda. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yeah. He knows Melinda's not going to help him. Yeah. Okay. Well, that concludes that. That was awesome. Let's do one last thing. I'm just going to list off some paranormal thingies. Okay. And you're just going to tell me if you have any thoughts, beliefs, anything. Um, First up, synchronicities. What? Do you... You probably have had them, right? Oh yeah, sure. Do you read into it like it's a paranormal thing, or uh, what? Like, um, uh, someone burns their hand on a stove and you feel it, kind of thing, or oh, that's an interesting what? Take. I... Um, I mean, usually like a sign, like deja vu, or yes. like I was just thinking that and then it happened. I've always felt like in this, this is this is uh, a good a good argument for any sort of paranormal anything to me uh deja vu always felt like i saw that in a dream so Mm. you basically dreamed the future which is crazy to think about that that to me is like paranormal yeah yeah that could be a good argument because i just don't know any other i think i'm sure there's probably something chemical that happens Mm -hmm. when you but it's just like no i've i've i saw that and i heard that thing this happened already uh-huh. This happened already for me, and, and I get it. I, I it, 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 I wouldn't say like it's once a week, but it's happened regularly enough in my life to go to just go. Okay, well, there's another deja vu. It doesn't. It's deja vu to me is very eerie. Yeah, always has been. It's not like one of those things like weird. It feels as if where I was like, no, this, I, it, it is it. It, 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 yeah. it it's not as if. It is. To me, it's confirmation. Yeah. Maybe I'm just real spiritual, but I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I thought this was going to happen. It did happen. Right. That means that this is supposed to happen. Yeah. It was like the kind of like dead zone-ish in mm. a way. You know, dead zone. Without you. But you never knew it was coming. So you never. Can you think of times that, that something like that has happened to you? <sighs> no, actual premonition? No. Or like, are there certain things? If you hear this song, then you know that... I don't know. Like, Hmm. okay, for me, I had this time period in my life where I was, my life was a mess for maybe about 10 years. And I would always be in my car, like, what the hell is my life? And then I would look and I would see a stray cat. I would see stray cats. And I kept thinking, like, this only happens to me. I mean, whatever. Sure, whatever. I don't know. You could read into it a million different ways. Mm -hmm. But I just remember thinking, like, 
this I always see stray cats when my life is like in shambles. Now, sure, I'll see a stray cat from time to time now, but like it was just like a weird thing where I'm like, this feels like a sign. I feel like these cats are like, girl, get it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, it's funny when you said when you when when we were talking about me coming on the show and you were like, have you ever had a paranormal thing happen to you? I really haven't, but I remember being dead set on that I did in a, in a moment, but then it, it passed. It was one of the scariest times of my life. My parents used to, when we'd go to the Oregon coast, we'd, we'd get another family and we'd rent a house and houses in the coast at that point were like kind of these shambling, like old, old houses. And like, you know, Oregon coast is not a place you t- generally go to. It's like fun in the sun. It's like, yeah, for a month, the rest <laughs> of the year it's raining. It's gray. You know, you you think you're like there's definitely people doing rituals on the beach. This is such a <laughs> fucked up place, um, and it's beautiful, but it's just very it's very gothic in its own way. And I remember just run, walking around this house. I remember it was a sunny day, and none of the sun was getting into the house. Like the windows were very small and things. And I went up in the attic, and I looked, and at the very there's a, like you know you look through a crawl space. At the back of the crawl space was a woman's head, smiling at me. And I almost fell down the stairs. It was that feeling where you you feel like your heart's going to stop. And it was in these moments that just like, that was so fucked up. Because I was convinced there was a ghostly head right there. Can I cut out the part when you reveal that it wasn't a ghost? (laughs) It was a vogue. But it's one of those things. It's like, what are the odds that this magazine, and it's perfectly preserved back there. Like someone had wrenched it and just tossed it. Maybe someone angled it. I don't know. But it was like. That is creepy. I remember having that. And. I'm just remembering we we talked about how the correlation between comedy and 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 horror. I I have a bit on one of my albums about it's called the Ghost of the Two Man Party, and and it's on it's on um, I think Shovel Fighter, and it's a story of my friend and I just getting wasted in college in his mom's house when his mom was out of town, and things just started getting move getting moved around the house, and we were convinced that it was a ghost, and we picked up weapons and we went room to room so you could kick that ghost ass well and no we no we were like oh someone's here and we were terrified let's let's find them and we didn't find them and we then we just went well it's a ghost i only bring it up because i've had the crazy amount of like college kids tell me they they list they used to listen to that or you know we all get high and listen because it's like they it's funny funny and then you're like ah and you scream you know because it's like the thought that, that is went, actually also terrifying. It's horrifying. Well, one of my biggest fears is somebody living in the walls or like living oh, yeah. in the attic. Oh, yeah. That's a big mind for me, too. For sure. <sighs> Which yeah. is also could be an explanation for a lot of ghost stories. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that person died in the wall and then it's a ghost. You know? Okay. What do you think of past lives? <sighs> that's a tough one for me because I just... It's like, well, so what? Does everything have past lives? Do cows? Do, yeah. do dogs? Okay. Okay. Um, I I think, you know, a big thing I kind of rely on, a, rely on a lot in terms of any kind of explanation is like, you know, energy doesn't end. It just changes. Yeah. So, sure. I could see going from thing to thing. The thing, the thing I, I – when I try to be positive in my, in my life – especially now where it's like I definitely have depressive fits and have times where I'm full of anxiety and stuff. But it's like in general, I feel like I go – I said this to my wife. I was like, I I wonder what who I'm going to be next 
because I've had a real good time being Matt Bronger. Yeah. And I, and I wish everybody would just say that about themselves. Yes. You know what I mean? And and just be like, you know, not that it's all about having a good time, but kind of is. Yeah. You know? and, and just being like, So just think about and 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 to not be so attached. One of the craziest ideas to me is like the fact that I'm gonna die. Like if I died now, I'd just be wearing this shit. I'd be wearing shorts and high socks and and walking around in the clouds forever. And kind of this is how I'd always look. No, like you get to so, pick what you want. Okay, that's that's a better idea. But I, I just think, think I, I just know. don't think we keep our physical form if we are say like ghosts or whatnot. You know. But I kind of like. I've never heard you choose. I like you choose. I think it seems like you get to choose how or. You, your most happiest or something. I had a friend the other day, it's not really my story to tell, so I'll leave them anonymous, but <laughs> they called me and said that their adorable dog who recently passed came back and visited them in a dream. Whoa. And the dog was like sick and older, but it was like a little puppy again. Oh. And the, my friend was like, this was not a dream. This was like, That's my cool. dog was here. So I think that sometimes you get to go back to like. I, I'm only laughing because I just think I'm imagining Let's say, like, you or I, we we die at the same time, and a, a couple of our friends die, you know, and we see them, and we definitely have made some adjustments to ourselves, like <laughs> a little younger or whatever. But like, some of our friends were like, "What are you doing with those arms? You didn't. You're not ripped like that." You know? Yes, like, I am. Like someone's just stacked or what? Like you know, just like yeah. beautifully, like you know, uh, in Olympian woman shape. You're like. No. What is Why this? not? I Who mean, are I, you? that happens on for, Instagram. For, People will tag like, me, and I'm like, I was in that picture with you. You did not have those cheekbones. How did you do that? Yeah. For like at least at least 50 years in heaven, we're just clowning them. We're just yeah. like, you, you're going to keep that? I don't know who you are. Yeah. Can you tell me who you are? That would, if be, we very, get to that choose, would be very fun. Um, okay, let's do one last one. What do you think of time travel? I always thought that one was complete and utter bunk, but now that you know they'll they've had that thing where was it like was it like a the a smaller version of whatever the smaller than a molecule or an atom disappears over here and appears over here uh they when they look under like real 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 deep um uh kind of mi- microscopic, microscopic, microscopic levels of life. Oh, see, I don't know And about so the those. thing will just go, and it'll be over here. And they're like, well, we would have seen it, and it didn't. We slowed it down. It didn't zip. It was gone, and then it was here. And so there's that. There's also uh, the, the the concepts that, like, Einstein would put across that, like, we time is not what we think it is. And it's like, yeah, we we're still basically apes. We're still basically like just going, yeah, but I think. And it's like, you don't know. Uh-huh. So for me to go, I just didn't, I couldn't imagine how it would work to actually go back or go for Like, how would you make that happen? But there might be a time where someone, I mean, I'm scared of that. I'm very scared of someone using that technology for their own ends. Messing or kind something of, up. Yeah, because it's just, if there's one thing I believe in, I believe in human greed. And it makes, you know, it's it, that, that, that. That Trouble. that pebble of evil, you throw that into the into the mix, and it just no, pollutes would... the ho- pollutes the whole soup. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's it's interesting, but it's it's I that's that's the one thing you've said that that I go, I hope it's not real. I know, you know, like I don't really hope 
ghosts aren't real. I just think it's an interesting idea, and it's I I, I like the. I, I like the kind of gothic romanticism of it in a little bit and 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 kind of having the the essence of the past kind of still be with us and and things like that or the fact that I mean Scott Thompson did a one one person show about um, his his brother who died and his brother had problems his entire life and um he Scott had a breakdown at one point after he was gone and was like I'm I'm just fucking you know just doing total Scott like I just I'm tired and I don't need this shit and he goes if you could just tell me you're okay or it was something like that and he, and a light turned on in his house like next to him and it's one of those and, he, and he's like no bullshit I know it sounds like bullshit but it's like to me I'm like that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful just you know not the fucking you just uh, assume a form in front of you with glowing white too much brilliance but just something in name. A little sign. Like a little, a little sign. A song starts playing. Like something like that that just go, you know, I, I love the story of of Houdini and his wife, where wh- whichever one would die first, please let me know uh-huh. that it's, and neither one, they never, she ne- she died first and she never, you know, he never got any evidence of her saying something. But at the same time, maybe, you know, that was that w- that was also her choice, in a sense, to be like he thinks he wants this sign, but it's not going to do well for him. I, the, the, who knows when you die? You, may, yeah. you might learn a whole set of rules. Who knows? One hundred percent. If if nothing else, I hope we get real perspective. I hope we get yeah. like, oh, that's what it's about. Yes. You know. Okay. I thought because that's the thing I've learned as I've gotten older is I can on a weekly basis take the stuff I learned the week before and throw away half of it and go, nope, I thought it was this. Because uh-huh. I and I won't even I shouldn't say learned I surmised I know how it is uh-huh. no I don't no I don't so right. you know you you talk to me ten fifteen years ago I would probably be a little more cynical on this thing but now I'm just like I just don't know it's a cool idea yeah you know well and then maybe something will happen where you're like okay I can't explain that right maybe it'll open your mind so what if if somebody was like Hey, we need you to stay in this hotel room for this job or whatever, and it is very haunted. Yeah. What would you, how would you feel about that? That Would would you be scared? That would probably freak me out because I have a pretty fertile imagination, and I've always been that. I I always had that that fear that I think most of us had, where it's just like, if I I think of it, I'll manifest it. It'll come true. Because something dark is listening to me Uh and has the power to make this thing form. Yeah. And will. Well, I'm always like, A ghost is probably so excited that I'm here. Like, they're going to totally want to hang out with me. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, All the boring people that come to this hotel room. Like, this ghost is probably like, jackpot! No no offense to those dudes. The paranormal dude just showed Uh, me. The ghost But my God. Bro, bro, bro. Bro. There's no chair, bro. There's a wind that smells like sulfur. You show up and you're interesting and have uh, a sense of style. Yes. And, and you're not literally everyone at the Buffalo Wild Wings. Six inch that ghost, heels. That ghost will be like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. Breath of <sighs> Can fresh you just air. Sit with me and tell me what's going on lately because I just keep having dudes in fucking affliction shirts that are too tight <laughs> on their beer bellies. And I'm I'm just getting fed of it. Listen, one or two, great. 
<laughs> but give me a mix. Yes. Can I, is there more? How Liz, do we sell this show? I'm I'm from the 1800s. Can you? Do you have any black friends? Oh my god! I never was allowed to have any. Like so, you just right. never know. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, see, I want to ghost hunt for like queer ghosts and like yes. show them what's up. Mm-hmm. Take them around. Yeah. yeah. Show them what it's like these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, this is about it. This is that we did it. Oh, I love it. This is so fun. Tell me um, about your special. It's called Doug. It's named after a terrible man I met on vacation with my wife. And it's just, at 2020, I had a special all set. And then, um, as you know, all the, well, there was a hoax that kept, no. Uh, All all the, as I put it, all the dick joke emporiums closed down. So my job went away, but we had a kid. So I became just stay-at-home dad. And over the course of like a year, I threw away a lot of my material because we did everything from have this kind of strangely healthy pandemic experience because I've just cocooned with this kid, but also we dropped it all, lost our minds and drove 3,300 miles across the country from LA to Boston during an election year in an electric car with California plates through the South. So I got a lot of stories out of that. Uh A lot of which are just, well, I thought it was this, but no, it's, it's, it's this and it's better than they've been telling us in terms of interactions and things like that. Um, But also flashing back to my more garbage days, where I was working horrible jobs, but I was strangely happy. And why is that? And then kind of my marriage to what I call a pirate woman, like my wife is incredible. There's stuff I didn't even talk about because it would take up too much time. I was at my wife's first wedding and wasted and going, uh, I'm not in love with that person, even though we hooked up like a week ago. Like I could write a book about the dysfunction of our relationship and how it led to a good thing. And now, wow. yeah. and then it just ends in the story uh, of a funny story about this guy we met on vacation where we were definitely like the, the least rich people at this very exclusive resort. We like got turned in all these frequent flyer miles and we're like, let's go to Anguilla. <laughs> and this really rich dude and his wife uh, were so bad. I really think, especially speaking as a man, we need obviously many good examples, but of course, just like people need fresh air. We need bad ones too. You have to meet that guy and be like, I can never fucking be you, man. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I like to drink. I like to party. Uh, I, I will not be embarrassing at the expense of my kid, all that jazz. They were people who judged everybody and were, let's just say racially insensitive and were, um, uh, uh, in, 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 in active resentment, the fact that they had three kids, as if they were ordered at gunpoint oh to procreate God. or something. Where my wife and I hadn't even talked about having a kid yet. I don't even think we were. We were maybe engaged. I forget. But it's just kind of this story of going through, and it's got this crazy twist ending where I call someone out of the audience, and uh, it's it's a big reveal. And I did it for the better part of a year, this hour, move stuff around. But I always close the Doug story because I'd bring a stranger on stage. And um, it's like a magic trick reveal. And I used to have to put out fires whenever I'd play a club or a theater where people would just post it. And I'd go, can we take this down? I'm saving it. And they'd go, oh, sure. Oh, and they did to a, to a man or a woman, a non-binary person. They all took them down. They all took them down, and it was like, okay, thank God. And so now this is this thing, and it's it's on it's on video on demand now. So you kind of rent it like a like a cheaper movie or something. Uh-huh. But I'm only doing that, you know, not only to pay for the production cost, but also kind of be like, oh, save the reveal. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't tell. So I love that having you know. like a a magic trick or a yeah. And I just want it to be a cathartic hour where you just kind of just go, I just want to forget what's going on in the world for a minute, but. 
have a little bit of uplift, but just to have fun. Like I've kind of trying to, I'm trying to promote it as something to be like, just chill out, get friends together and watch it under like a party thing. I've, I've had people that send me pictures of like everybody in the living room. We're watching Doug kind of thing. So, and it's also a fun dichotomy because every other Doug I met in my life is awesome. Doug's are super (laughs) chill. Like that was so ironic that yeah. this douchebag was named Doug. Of all names. You know? The one Doug. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, where do people find it? Uh, just, you just put in Matt Bronger or Doug on whatever app you're looking at. Um, it won't, not Netflix, because Netflix is all free if you pay the subscription, but literally any other thing that, where, that has, like, you can rent stuff. So Amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking thanks ghosts for with me, me and getting Ross. weird. It was super great. This was awesome. What a fun, fun podcast. And I loved having like a chance to just like riff with you, but also be like, oh, let's get like a little sincere and weird and like talk about what we really yeah. believe based on our life experiences. Like that yes. was so fun because as soon as people say ghosts, you go, Ugh. but it's like, I like scary stuff. I like weird stuff. Like, let's I get into it. I think we all have thoughts on this stuff, whether we actually ever think about it or not and i and i think it's a fun it's fun to have this podcast because it kind of makes a lot of people think about this for the first time Mm -hmm. when they come on or they've never shared their thoughts on this i don't know i just i think it's an interesting way to to get to know people or to just i don't know it's just a different side of people that it's fun to explore yeah yeah it's not something you typically find people being comfortable talking about in like a cocktail party setting well, you guys believe me. in ghosts? That's well, me. no, but you're awesome. <laughs> that makes you I go to people and I go, tell me, <laughs> yeah. what do you think about ghosts? You've been to the Los Feliz murder mansion? Let's go. <laughs> Let's break in. Thank you, Matt Bronger. Check out his special. Are you following this show? Please follow it, subscribe to it, like it, do all those nice things, tell your friends about it. Rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm on Instagram. I've been posting. I post the most I've ever posted in my life. That's at Roz Hernandez. TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I got a listener episode coming at you next week, and I want you to be on an upcoming one so you know what to do. Email ghostedbyroz at gmail.com with the subject line listener episode and put some bullet points of your different paranormal stories. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.